RTHK, the news at 11 with Andrew Shirovsky. Health officials have called on patients with less serious ailments to go to private doctors or hospitals for treatment rather than to emergency wards at public hospitals. The hospital authority says it may currently take up to 12 hours to get treatment at emergency wards and that the long queues may persist for the next few days. It said more than 4,000 people have been queuing each day in recent days with some internal wards at public hospitals reaching an occupancy rate of 130%. The busier hospitals include Queen Elizabeth, United Christian, Tunmun, and Prince of Wales. The president of the Chinese Manufacturers Association of Hong Kong, Alan Shi, says he hopes the local business sector will be allowed an initial quota of between six Oh, sorry, five and 6,000 people per day for quarantine-free travel to the mainland. He was speaking a day after Chief Secretary Eric Chan said the SAR was seeking such a reopening as early as this coming Sunday, with a quota on cross-border travelers in place in the early stages. In the past, there were 100,000 to 200,000 people crossing the border each day. We hope there can be a daily quota of 20,000 initially, before further increasing to 50,000 or even 100,000. After all, there may be some difficulties in transport facilities as the border has been closed for so long. It's reasonable to increase the quota step by step. The government says it'll reserve paracetamol supplies for people who cannot buy the medicine because of shortages in their communities. The drug has become scarce amid a recent surge in COVID cases. In a statement, the government said it would also reserve supplies for low-income families who can't afford to pay elevated prices and patients in need who can't access public health care services. Health officials have appealed to local manufacturers to increase output of paracetamol to meet in anticipated demand. Overseas now, thousands of Roman Catholics have begun paying their respects to the Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, whose body is lying in state at the Vatican. The BBC's Bethany Bell reports. As dawn broke over the Vatican, a queue was already forming at the edge of St. Peter's Square. At the front was a priest from the Philippines who said he admired the theological writings of the former Pope. A nun from Croatia said she was grateful for all that Benedict had done. His body, dressed in red and gold vestments, is on display in front of the main altar in St Peter's Basilica. People will be allowed to pay their respects until 7pm each evening, ahead of the funeral on Thursday. In Hong Kong, Auxiliary Bishop Joseph Ha called the late former Pope Benedict XVI a man of courage, nothing noting that he had been the first pontiff to step down from papacy for centuries. The moment when he announced that he would like to resign from uh, from the papal seat, this is very, uh, very <laughs> historical, huh? historical, because for centuries uh, he was the first to do so. I admired his uh, courage, uh, a man of courage. Speaking to RTHK after the condolence service in the Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception, Bishop Ha also said the way Benedict had handled the sexual abuse scandal had set a good example for how the church should treat minors. Hong Kong has reported 20,230 new COVID cases, 367 of them imported, another 74 patients with COVID have died. 
Rescuers in Vietnam are still trying to reach a 10-year-old boy who fell down a narrow concrete pillar on a construction site two days ago. Li Hao Nam has been wedged inside the pillar, which measures just 25 centimeters in diameter since New Year's Eve. He had been searching the construction site for scrap metal. Workers are concerned they're no longer receiving any response from the child. And turning to the weather report, it's becoming cloudy. It's going to be cool tomorrow morning with the low of about 16 degrees in the urban areas and, of course, a couple of degrees lower in the new territories. Dry with sunny intervals during the day with a maximum temperature of around 20 degrees. Moderate north to northeasterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore. And the outlook, we're looking for sunny periods in the following few days. Currently, the temperature at the observatory is 18 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity standing at 66%, and the yellow fire danger warning is in effect. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past 11. Edwin Lau, founder and executive director of the Green Earth, says there has been confusion among both shoppers and shops two days after the introduction of new plastic bags or the new plastic bag rules. In addition to the levy being increased to $1, Hong Kong shoppers are now being charged if they want a plastic bag for chilled or frozen goods that are packaged, products wrapped in non-airtight packaging such as potatoes in mesh bags and boxes of fruit in cling wrap. And food or drinks sealed in packaging without potential leakage. Certainly, there are some confusions both on the customer side and on the operator side. This new legislation just implemented two days ago, and I think the government has not given enough time for public announcement or public education promotion for all the shoppers. The management of these uh, big supermarket chains are fully aware of the new legislation. But down to the frontline staff, some are part-time, some are full-time, not all of them may be fully aware of the new legislation, what are under control and what can be exempted. Overseas again, the authorities in northern Mexico say gunmen have attacked a prison in Ciudad Juarez, killing 10 guards and helping at least 24 inmates to escape. At least four prisoners were also killed. Prosecutors said assailants arrived at the jail in armored vehicles and began shooting. This woman's relative is an inmate. We're used to it because the attackers have done it many times before. I got scared because they shot at people at point-blank range and they shot at all the vehicles passing by. They were dressed in black and they were better armed than the police themselves. Back in Hong Kong, a 22-year-old woman has been arrested on suspicion of sedition after she allegedly displayed a picture with seditious words while commemorating an attacker who stabbed a policeman on July the 1st, 2021. Police say the mainland woman also laid flowers on a white candle outside the Sogo department store last night. The force said officers gave her repeated warnings before making the arrest. The Supreme Court in India has upheld the legality of the government's decision to abolish large denomination currency notes back in 2016, a move that hit the cash-dependent economy. The judges said the decision was taken in consultation with the country's central bank and followed due process. Here's the BBC's Ambarasan Atherajan. 
Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government abruptly withdrew more than 85% of the cash in circulation in November 2016 to target undeclared black money and corruption. The Indian government gave only four hours' notice in a move many described as shock and awe. Critics said the announcement put the country's economy into a tailspin as 90% of the transactions were done in cash. India's main opposition Congress party has called the demonetization a singularly disastrous move. Two helicopters have collided in mid-air in a tourist resort in Australia's eastern Gold Coast region, killing four people. Officials say three others were critically injured in the collision near the SeaWorld theme park. The BBC's Phil Mercer reports. The police in Australia say one helicopter appeared to be taking off as the other was landing. Witnesses have described one of the aircraft falling from the sky, while the second managed to land safely. The collision left wreckage scattered across a sandbank near SeaWorld in Queensland. Both helicopters were operated by the popular tourist attraction. The Australian Transport and Safety Bureau is investigating the collision. Sports, cricket and off-spinner Aga Salman and pacer Nasim Shah helped Pakistan derail New Zealand to 309 for six after opener Devon Conway scored a brilliant 100 on the first day of the second test in Karachi. Salman grabbed three for 55 and Nasim took two for 44 to trigger a New Zealand middle order slump which saw the tourists lose five wickets for 45 runs during the final session slumping from 234 for one to 279 for six. At close Tom Blundell and Ish Sodi were batting on 30 and 11 respectively as they tried to revive New Zealand's innings. And in sport, Brazil has been paying his final respects to football legend Pele with a wake at the stadium where he first took the world's breath away with his skill. Hundreds of fans lined up this morning to file through the Villa Balmiro, home to Pele's longtime club Santos, where the coffin bearing his remains was displayed in the center of the field. Pele, a three-time World Cup winner, widely considered the greatest footballer of all time, died on Thursday at the age of 82. And that's the news. From RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time End of day, I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time. And indeed, the first of 2023, a very good evening to you. Welcome to our look back on music from the past twilight time, Mondays to Fridays, normally at 11.15 through to midnight, but we've got an extra five minutes tonight. A nice mixture, I think, between now and midnight. And the first one is an old hit from Nat King Cole. Together.
it will be forever Or I'll never fall in love In a restless world like this is Love is ended before it's begun Too many moonlight kisses Seem to cool in the warmth of the sun When I give my heart Give my heart It will be completely Completely Or When I fall in love